Matthews got it. Rolls left. Looks, looks. Nowhere to go. Stafford fires. Enzo. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Oh, baby. What a throw by Stafford. And what a job by Marvin Jones to get both feet down. He looked for all the world like Stafford had nowhere to go. But he found the smallest of openings and turned it into a touchdown. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Motor City Misery podcast. My name is Donovan, and today all you're getting is Donovan again. Uh, filling in for Gavin's host position for another week. This is probably going to come out on a Friday. Recorded this late Thursday night. Um, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. Uh, the scheduling better. Try to get maybe every Wednesday night or Thursday. We'll we'll get it figured out. But I'm happy to be back. I'm doing it. I love talking sports. I love talking to myself sometimes about sports. You know, thinking things on the fly. I don't, I don't know if everybody does that. I got the, uh, was it Nug? I got Nuggets and I can't even think of the name. I'm looking right at them. Well, I got the Nuggets game on. Um, oh, yeah, Dallas Mavericks. Um, got the game on right now watching it just thinking sports thinking about it um we're gonna get into some stuff we're gonna start out with some pigeons and we'll get into some lines um we're gonna go over the interview with sala um but you know obviously you guys have know what i think about it but i want to get more into depth than that and i'm also going to bring up a proposition of maybe how we can get a certain player in detroit over maybe some other things we could do um and that's all we're going to talk about today. So let's get ready. So let's talk some Pistons. Ah, our beloved Detroit Pistons off to a one in what seven start? Got killed by the Bucks. Yeah, I hate I hate watching Giannis play. I just oh, I don't know how he's named MVP last year, but I mean, granted they 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 destroyed us. No, but the Bucks a very good team. Move the ball well. They could shoot the crap out of it. Their depth is good, very good. Um, but some takeaways from the Pistons again this week. Um, guys, Blake Griffin, he's an issue for this team if you want them to be good. Um, <laughs> if you want them to be good, he does not play defense. He has been lazy, it looks like. He just, I think, man, he's definitely, you can definitely tell he's lost stuff. And I hate saying that, man, because, dude, I, lo- I love that guy. I love what he brings. I love just the attitude he brings too. Ah, man, he just looks a little. The game winner Jason Tatum hit against him last week. He fell down. Just didn't. It wasn't a good look. And um, although if you're hoping for this te- team to tank, and I don't know where I'm. I'm honestly, let's be honest right now. I'm gonna be honest real quick. I do not know where I stand on that. I really don't. Cause I. I want them to win. I want them to go on. I'm a competitive person. I want to go out there and, let them, and compete. I want them to compete every single game. Same thing with the Lions, too. This is, I don't probably get, we'll, we'll mix it in right here. I understand people wanting to tank. Okay. I understand that. But, Me being a very competitive person, and I'm I'm t- I'm one of those one of those guys that like competes in even the littlest of things. Like if you say even the littlest comment, even if it's like a little joke, I take that. I still I take that 
and I might not say something back. Usually times I don't say anything, but I think about it. And I just, that's, that's the type of person I am in any little sport, any little activity. It'd be a made up game. It'd be connect four. You know, I, I want to win. Okay. And I see that some, a lot the same way I see it for the Pistons, Lions, Tigers, Wings. I see it there too. And I don't know if I'm the only one who has this issue, but I hate when we lose, even though like people like it. I hate it. I hate when we lose. I want to be good. And maybe, maybe, maybe that's just me. I don't know. Or maybe it's because during the, I guess you could say prime years of my life right now, I'm 20 years old. Um, I haven't experienced any type of winning culture here in a, in a, in a while. <laughs> um, Lions made the playoffs, what, three years ago? Two, no. Yeah, three, four years ago. Pistons made it two years ago. Just that's, that's the only really thing I got. Um, I pay attention to all these sports. I just want, I guess I'm kind of sick. I watch too much. And I get sick of just the same thing. And you know what's funny is that I was thinking about it too. When we do get good, am I still going to start still see the bad? Because us fans and Detroit fans, we've seen the worst of the worst. Like, like this Lions defense this year was the worst of the worst. Like, I can't. It's hard to get worse than that. Same thing with the Pistons last year. I mean, oh my lord, what that roster at the end of the year. I mean, oh my lord, who was on that team? <laughs> um, but is it? It's just some of the things, man. I don't know if I don't know if there, you can leave a comment or anything, or you know, talk about. I, I don't know, but if you want to DM me on Twitter or anything, or just at me and talk about it, I like to know what other people think about that. How do you really feel about tanking? I know people that are all in on it, but I know people that just, dude, I want to win. But to win, people say like it comes with tanking, but I, I don't believe that most of the time. I don't believe that. So let me, I want to know what people think about that. But going off topic a little bit, let's get back to on topic with the Pistons. Um, so yeah, they got blown out. They had a nice little win against the Celtics. You know the Celtics played bad that game. They played bad. They played really bad. Um, and we played bad too, but we handed them the games in some aspects and, you know, we got lucky that they didn't, oh my God, I just saw Luca throw in a, throw in a shot, but, uh, um, we, we got lucky. They didn't take advantage of that and they missed a lot of shots. They had a lot of open looks at the end of the game. So we got, we walked away with one and honestly, so the schedule for the NBA comes out in segments, right? And I'm, I was looking at, like, the first segment till March. It's, like, the beginning of March. I think the last, like, first segment is done March 2nd. And I think it's against the Raptors. And I'm looking at it, man. And I'm like, oh, my God. Are we – we might not win, like, seven games if we play, like, like this. Um, I mean, it, it – guys, it – they got a pretty tough, like, beginning of the year schedule. And they had those back to back, like – I mean, what are you going to do? But I mean, if you're for the tank, I mean, this is this is good for you. And, I mean, and if we do tank, I would really like Jalen Suggs or Kate Cunningham. I haven't seen much in Kate Cunningham. 
I just know he's the guy. But I really like Jalen Suggs out of Gonzaga. I don't know why. But obviously, I do more research on that. But <clears throat> let's, look, let's look at some positives, though, from this team. Sadiq Bey had his first double-double the other night, 2010. He can shoot the crap out of he, he, he's That guy is a different type of shot. He kind of just, like, pushes it. I mean, not, like, actually pushing the ball. If you know what I'm talking about, you know, you can see how people push the ball when they shoot. And, can go, and it goes long, right? You kind of line drive it. But this guy, man, he just – he's got his – he's just one of those guys that – though the techniques out there, like, they – he has shot his type of shot for so long that he's just figured it out, which is pretty cool. But right now he's been living up to – not living up to expectations, ex, sort of exceeding expectations a little bit. For when he was picked, right? The 19th pick of the draft. I mean, NBA, NBA, you don't really see. Well, you well, you see it. But when you get later in the draft, 1920 area, you don't really see that, you know, spark or, you know, talent come out at that spot. Well, you don't really, like, it's not, it's not expected, I guess. I don't know. I don't know where I'm getting. I I know who people who watch basketball and people watch a draft. When you get later in the draft, you just don't work out like the first couple five picks. It, it's really different from NFL to NBA. Well, there's only two rounds, obviously, but like the talent drop off is bam. Um, from you know pre-draft rankings and all that. But um, yes, yeah, Sadiq Bay has been a very good plus for us. Killing Hayes going down potentially the whole season. Um, which, which sucks. Um, he struggled mightily. Um, he has struggled a lot. And I just want to clarify to some people, if you watch this, what I meant was that with Killian and giving him time, I'm not saying he'll progress what people think into Giannis. Obviously, Giannis Antetokounmpo is, you know, one of those players that just once in a lifetime from what it looks like. Um, but it's going to it's gonna take a while for some of these guys. You know, you don't see some of these guys come on the scene till two, three years in their career. I mean, you see guys spark up later in their career. Um, I mean, Trey Burke had a decent year last year. Josh Jackson with the Pistons this year. Jeremy Grant, you know, showing a little bit more. Um, than what he had, what we, what people thought he had, um, this year, and I, I mean, I can go on and do countless other players too, but that's what I meant by that. But yeah, Killian, Killian has definitely struggled. I'm, I think I'm on board. I think I've talked myself into saying that he should definitely come off the bench because number one, if you want to trade Derrick Rose, he's playing good right now. You start him. I think if you start him, he gets a little bit more of a look too. Um, and I think if you he keeps playing well, we could get mid late first round pick, hopefully, for a team that's desperate. So you got to count on Derrick Rose putting up good numbers and decent minutes. So I want to say keep Derrick Rose's minutes the same, maybe a little bit more. Um, but get Killian comfortable coming off the second, you know. Playing in the second unit, unit, 
Um, and when you trade Derrick Rose later in the year, start him. He'll get he'll he's probably looking for more minutes, you know, if he if he's available. But he's definitely not ready right now, and you can tell. And it has something to do with his weight too. I've seen a lot of things about. Him. I did not know he put on so much weight. I saw from like one was it one seventy one eighty five like two twenty or something. That's a lot of weight to put on from last year. I don't know if he did that himself or like COVID. I guess I can understand that, but I did not know that. And I guess that can play a role in you know doing something with your hip. But you know, I'd like I'd like to see him back in action soon, obviously, because I I want to get his more of a look at him. Is, is he gonna, you know, is he gonna develop? Is he gonna learn? He's got to get a right hand though. Some of the passes he was trying to make against the Bucks, like they were just trying to. It seemed like the Bucks players were just trying to let him throw throw it with his left because they'd steal. I mean, he couldn't make a simple bounce pass with his right hand. Come on now, I know a lot of you that play pickup basketball or play basketball in general, you can make a pass with the left hand or right hand, okay? He he simply refuses to use his right hand. When he dribbles to the right side, sometimes dribbles to the left. I mean, it's just basic basketball. He's got to establish that right hand if he wants to be an effective guard in this league because he's got tools. He's got he's got some moves, obviously, but the, the great guards and all guards in the NBA should be able to use both hands. Now, to move on to Isaiah Stewart. Isaiah Stewart got a little scrap with uh, Giannis. He's scrappy. I don't know. I really don't know the ceiling on him because, again, I haven't seen much offense. But he rebounds well. He hustles. He's a good guy to have in your team. Good high-motor guy. Come off the bench. Um, That might be a ceiling, a backup center. But he's a decent backup center. I'm, he'd probably extend his range a little bit. Again, it's only been seven, eight games, so it's hard, especially this year, to make a certain, make a definitive like statement or not a statement, but just put it a stamp on who these players are, you know, and what they what they can do down a stretch. Because you know, obviously, players get hot and cold. They go through it. Same thing with baseball. You get hot, you get cold. I mean, Svi started out two for 18. I mean, it was a small little, small little, you know, smoke show there from him just launching everything. But he found it. He found it eventually. Um. So, we, again, it's only been a little over a month. I'm not going to put a stamp on anything, I think, till the end of the year. But what I do, what I will put a stamp on is Jeremy Grant being worth that $20 million. And I know a lot of people were questioning it. Um, And they would have liked, I remember people talking about Christian Wood coming. Obviously we would love to have Christian Wood back, but I think Jeremy Grant's well worth that 20 million. Just had his career high the other night. You know, we lost at 31. He's got a good developed jumper, pull up jumper from the mid range. I think that makes him effective. I, I think mid range is a lost start. I know a lot of people that, you know, threes, layups, and floaters, you know what I mean? But I think if you're able to pull up from the mid-range and be effective from there and keep the defense on their toes, because you can start drive, you can drive and just pull up, and they, they're they already on the ground. They're just looking at you raise up in front of them. I, I think that's a great, you know, tool to have to your game. 
I personally, and he and he's developed a nice little jumper there. Um, you miss Josh Jackson. I hope he's going to be back. He's had a nice spark for us this year, looking to revamp his career. But Jeremy Grant, I think he's going to be worth the twenty million dollars. And he's I he's only what twenty? I think he's twenty. Actually, like twenty six or twenty seven. Look that up right now, but. He's only going to get better, I think, when he learns, you know, to learn more, not learns, but use his length more and to his advantage. On D. And he, he's already figuring out, it looks like, from what I've seen. He's doing the right thing so far. Um, I'd like to see him become a leader, too. And then I think they can really put him up with star. I think his potential to get there. But obviously, from where we stand as a Pistons fan, uh, we haven't seen much of that in any sport or any Detroit sport. We haven't seen much of uh, star caliber. So when we see a good player come through here or decent, we kind of overrate him a little bit. And we, I think we can all commit admit to that. I really think we can. Uh, like Bruce Brown, for example. Um, but again, Jeremy Grant. Well worth $20 million. I'm happy we got him. And I'm happy we have Josh Jackson for right now. And I'm excited for what this team's future is. This is the most exciting team, I think, to watch. I think the Tigers are going to be exciting to watch next year, too. You know, second year, a lot of second-year guys on that team. Um, They just signed an outfielder from the A's. I forgot his name, but he's okay. But I'm I'm excited. I love baseball. I literally spent so much time watching baseball this last year. That's how bored I was. Baseball is a long sport to watch. But we'll talk more about baseball when we get more into this season. And I'm very excited. I'm very excited to watch baseball. I like sitting down and watching the game. I know my girlfriend. I took her to her. What's funny is I took her to her spring training game last year. And isn't that funny? Like it's only one of the only baseball type events that you. Well, a few number of them only were only played last year, and I got to go one of them. Luckily, we had to leave in the fifth inning. I mean, she couldn't, she couldn't stand the heat, man. Some people, I I just look past it when you get when you play and you grow up playing. You just kind of like look past it and get used to it. But um, we'll get into more Tigers baseballs. The season is around the corner, and we start signing some more guys. We only sound like two. Really hope we get scope back. Um. I'm excited. A big, oh, and a huge trade. Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. With Lador going to the Mets. Oh, man. It's crazy how, like, and you know what? If my kid, and I think everybody's kids, hey, make them good at baseball because they get paid, man. They get paid uh, a lot, a lot more than the NFL and probably a little bit more than the NBA. But finishing up with the Pistons, this was expected, right? If you want this team to win, which I do, I like to see him succeed. I like to see him do, you know, good things out on the basketball court. Um, this was expected, and this is what you're going to get this year, unfortunately. Um, but if you're for the tank, hey, good for you, which I kind of am, kind of not. So, good for you. You're getting what you wanted. Let's move on to the Lions real quick. We got like 
little under 10 minutes left. Um, so we got, we had Sala interview today. That's the guy I want. And I think, again, I think having Sala and Bevel back, if you can get Bevel back, that'd be great. Um, I don't want enemy because I think we, sh- we're, we should not make the same mistake with hiring well, it's not the same, but it's close. See, Bill Belichick, when we got Patricia, I think it's pretty obvious that Bill Belichick, he had the final say on that defense. And I think that's commonly known. And for the Chiefs, like I heard on the radio today, and just thinking about it before, Andy, guys, Andy Reid has the keys, and I don't think he, he maybe gives a spare key here and there to the to some of the staff, but no, he he holds the keys to that offense. And uh, I just don't I don't want Gennemi underneath. And although although Andy Reid disciples have done well for themselves in the NBA, better than Belichick disciples have. Um, but I just. And I think people also go away from they want or they want the offensive coordinator because of how bad Patricia was. Let me tell you something, everybody. That Patricia and Quinn, that was that it won't it is hard to get worse than that. It is really hard to get worse than that. You had a defensive coordinator and a guy that said, I want this guy and this guy and who and just picked up whoever the coach wanted and Bob Quinn. And they created the worst defense, one of the worst defenses in NFL history. Okay, they might both those two might not get a job after what they did here. Who they drafted, the personnel, the scheme, everything. They most likely won't get a job. <laughs> um, but we cannot compare at all Salah to Patricia because Salah has proven himself in San Francisco. See, the thing with other with um that Andy Reid, Bill Belichick are different from Shanahan is Shanahan has no say in the defense. That's all Salah, man. That's all him. This dude had a top five defense with multiple guys out and one of the best defensive players in the league in Bosa. Right? I th- Well, I think you guys can conversate among- amongst that, but he's done a hell of a job over there. What They still had, what, six wins this year? They had a lot of injuries and, and a tough division too. And it speaks volumes, and I hope – I really hope we get Salah. I think we'll miss out on a great opportunity. I think he – I I hope he'd want to come home. If I – if listen, if I was that high up and I had a chance to come home and coach for a hometown team, I would. But then again, this team ruins many, many careers. And I think – but I think right now right now with the hiring of Spielman, you hire a good GM. I'm still hoping Lewis Riddick because I want a new perspective on things. I don't want guys that are part of – I don't want the Seahawks. They haven't drafted well. Um, Chris rail said that, and he might come on the show one time. If you guys, I don't know if he's been on the show, but we'll probably get him on. Made a good point about that though. They've been good the past 10 years. They did not, they have not drafted. Well, you'd say, Oh, DK Metcalf, but still, you know, I don't see anybody that's lighting it up for them. That's come out the past, you know, since Ross, um, I want a new, fresh perspective 
And I think Lewis Riddick or a younger GM will bring that. I want a guy that will go work with Spielman and the co is hopefully Salah and get this team right. I'll tell you what. I want I want, we're ending with the Lions, you know, right now. And before we actually get into that, let me, let me put a let me put one more thing out there before we get into the last part about the Lions. This defense, if you have Salah as the coach with this per, with the personnel you had last year, what do you think the record is this year? If we were an average defense at best, how about twentieth rate defense or nineteenth? Right, not even average, below average. How many games do you think we win? I want you to really sit back and think about that because I was thinking about the other day, and I think we win a little bit, maybe eight or nine. I think we have a chance to make the playoffs. The reason I say that is because, guys, this defense gave up they gave up 32 points a game. They were, they were actually one of the only four teams in NFL history to give up 32 points a game, and the last team to do that was the 2008 Detroit Lions. 2008, the 0-16 lines. They were worse than them. That's how bad it was. You get a competent coach in there, okay, who has a good scheme, works with this person, works with what he has, use their strengths, okay? You get a GM to help fill those and the president to give the okay. And, and let me tell you something. Rod Wood, okay, he might be the president, quote, but Chris Spielman is all – he's doing more than just helping out, guys. I think he's in that president position for making decisions around here for what players are going to be coming in or who we want to look at. And also I want to say, I think like Lewis Riddick and different GMs, I think they're going to bring back Matthew Stafford. I, for all you people that want Stafford to go, I, I kind of want him to go too. Okay. Cause he's, he's given 12 great years this year. I mean the last 12 years. And he could probably win somewhere else. And I don't know what's going to happen there. I think he's going to end up staying. I, the players want him to stay. So I think he's going to stay. And his contract's not up. They're not going to trade him. Um, Marvin Jones, I do not know. But let's think about it this way. If we do if we do trade Stafford, here's a great uh, a fantasy scenario. Maybe a fantasy. Well, it probably is. Before we end off the... The show this week. What if we somehow got that man from Houston to Sean Watson? He wants out. Let's send him Stafford, send him back home to Texas. But then I realized that, oh, we have no assets to get him besides Stafford, a pick, multiple picks. But it had to be future picks. Not this year. We only have five. And we need defense. But would you guys rather have – okay. Would you rather have Deshaun Watson or Justin Fields? I personally would say Deshaun Watson. That's just my take on it. I think that would be freaking sick. But then again, I'm going to go back to what I say and say this team will be nothing. They won't do anything if they don't have a defense that can't stop anybody. That's just how. That's just what it's going to be. And I think you saw that this year with Deshaun Watson. Look how – He's a great quarterback, but look how many games they won, guys. 
They didn't have the best defense. They didn't have the great management. And they were kind of like us. And they wasted Deshaun Watson this year. But they didn't waste – well, at least they didn't make the playoffs. But this year they wasted them. But that's all for today, guys. Um, if you're tuning in, thank you. I enjoyed doing this. Uh, miss my guy, Gavin. Hopefully he's back with us soon. Um, and if you're listening, I appreciate you for listening and, you know, show some support. Tell your friends, tell your friends, friends about it. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Hope everybody's safe out there and, you know, taking in what's going on in the world. Cause it is a crazy world right now that we live in. Well, in the United States. So hope everybody's safe, um, doing well, and you guys have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening.